This is Michigan's retirement coach, Mike Douglas. I know that people are professionals in their areas, and they work really, really hard to become successful. But then there's other areas where we need the help, and we need the coach, and that's what we do. A certified financial planner, Mike can help you build a plan that factors in all aspects of your financial future. If we could give you more income at the start, planning all your trips and your living inheritance you want to do with your kids and grandkids, that way later on in life, it's not about having that extra travel money as much as it is about health care money. There's different things to plan in there. Create your retirement game plan with Michigan's retirement coach. And I'm Heather Branch here with Mike talking about the things you can be working on now, all in effort to better prepare for your financial future, whether you are getting close to retirement and realizing that you need to get some things in order, or perhaps you're already retired and thinking to yourself, does my plan still line up with the goals that I have for the years ahead? These are the types of questions that Mike and his team at Life Plan Financial Design can help you figure out in a plan of your own. And of course, focus on creating that income that you're going to need in the years ahead. Because Mike, as you and I talk about before we come on the air every week, it's the whole idea of being able to live the life that we have worked so hard for and to be able to have the resources to rise up to meet us for those goals in the years ahead. I mean, that's what it all boils down to, is it not? Oh, yeah. I think through COVID and through a lot of the stuff that's happened the past few years, we've all really recalibrated to think about what actually matters and what doesn't. You know, whether it's the ability to go to restaurants or the ability to spend time with family or you lost loved ones and now you hold your babies closer or, you know, the different things that have happened, you know, with all the education training we do, I spend a lot of times normally in restaurants and college campuses teaching. And so when for, I don't know, 10 months straight, we couldn't do that. Yeah, I was home eating dinner all the time with my family. And it was great. I will say after probably nine or 10 months, I think Kimberly was like, hey, why don't you go teach some people don't something? You know, <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't you should be at work. House. Yeah, no, it, it was good. <laughs> but, you know, in that we just recalibrated so much. Yeah. And as we sit down and talk about really finances over your life, uh-huh. money is not the end game. It's the conduit to the end game. Yeah. So making sure that we're just not, you know, kind of the joke about we're working for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not saving for our deathbed. We're saving for our life. Right. And that's the whole goal is to save it spend it, live it, and pass it on appropriately. The, gosh, it's so funny to think about. I can't believe, I mean, it's been three years since 2020 and that pandemic came and went, but we are, we, I don't think the world will ever be the same again. No. I, I truly don't take things for granted. Like I used to certain things, just togetherness and the opportunities to go do things is so important. And I think a lot of us have, as you just pointed out, recalibrated and the importance of things and how to prioritize things. And especially did you play baseball in college? What did you? What sports I, were you? I played tennis in okay. college, yeah. a little bit of football and a little bit of lacrosse, but mostly okay. tennis was my big sport. Okay, got it. But I do know that you are a huge sports guy. And oh, yeah. You've got three sons and one daughter. Correct. And is everybody, I'm assuming everybody's already <laughs> knee deep into the athletics in the Douglas household. Yeah, to different degrees. My daughter, I signed her up for flag football right when she hit kindergarten. Because I'm like, everybody's you. played football. We got after it. And it was right after COVID. So I was yeah. like, everybody's getting out and going to play sports. Uh-huh. And I signed her up without asking. And that was a mistake. <laughs> And so three weeks into the season, I'm coaching a kindergarten and first grade team. Now I have sons in all these higher competitive levels. And they asked me if I would coach this kindergarten team. Uh And I was like, that's, yeah, we can do that. (laughs) And so I did it and we, we signed up and three weeks in, my daughter says, I hate this. Can I quit? 
And I said, no, if I'm stuck coaching kindergartners, you're stuck playing kindergarten football. So, <laughs> and I said, we don't quit things we start, but we don't have to do it again. That's mm-hmm, kind of our mm-hmm, rule. So mm-hmm. we finished out the season and she said, don't ever sign me up for sports again. I said, okay, we'll see what happens. So now she's in ballet. Okay. Um, still a different, different kind different of sport. Kind of athletic, yep. Very athletic, very challenging thing, but it's just different. You know, yeah. now you're competing against yourself more so. Yeah. But she loves that. Now she's talking about getting basketball. But yeah, we're deep into it. It's, I mean, I know that it's a, it was a very important thing for you growing up and now obviously raising four kids, the idea of having sports in their lives. It's such a, it's a big thing for a lot of parents when it comes to raising their kids. But a big thing for all Americans is, of course, America's favorite pastime. Major League Baseball season yes. is back in effect. Mm-hmm. It's a very exciting time of year for, I'm, I grew up a Braves <laughs> fan. Yeah. So, and it's been great to see the Braves back on top in the past few seasons, Mm -hmm. but just being able to just get outside and enjoy going to the game, hanging out with your friends, eating peanuts and Coca-Cola, those kinds of things. The whole idea of getting out to a game is an experience and you want to have that, but we have all suffered the sticker shock seeing the cost of things that happen when we do go to the park. So if you have intentions to go to a game you might want to break out the wallet. The average ticket yeah. price this year is about 30 bucks, which sounds pretty low to me, but like this is a, a national average. The average fan actually spends about 50 more dollars on concessions, parking, and merchandise. Again, this sounds low to me, but okay. So <laughs> if you take it about five games a season, based on averages, you're looking at spending at at least 400 bucks a year. And while seeing baseball games in person is awesome for the fun of it, for the experience of it, there are two ways that we can look at this money spending patterns, Mike. The idea of what if you didn't spend that extra money, quote unquote, frivolously to some people and you instead invested it Mm -hmm. and stayed home and watched the TV games? How would you better for that? But I know that there are very much two different ways that you specifically look at this notion, is there not? Correct. Well, there's the financial answer and then there's the real life person answer. Okay. So the financial answer is anything in life that is considered discretionary spending, we just need to be intentional about when we do or don't do it. You can't just throw money at everything because it's fun. There are things we should, especially as we look at what life may look like in coming years. You know, mm-hmm. there are these waves and cycles to the market and to our economy. And if we're going into recessionary periods, there needs to be some intentional decisions on pulling back on some things. And you look at the cost of going to a baseball game. It's no different than a lot of other things. There are times we pull back to save on money mm-hmm. because the experience isn't. Now, my dad and I have loved sports my whole life. And I talked to him, hey, dad, why don't we go? He's a huge Indianapolis Colts fan. Mm-hmm. He grew up in uh, on the East Coast back when they were the Baltimore Colts. Mm-hmm. Then literally right about as they moved to Indianapolis, the military moved us to Indianapolis. Okay. And so we followed him there. And then my dad is still a huge Colts fan. And if I said to him today, dad, let's go down, let's go get seats and go watch a Colts game and the stadium. Mm-hmm. He'd say, why the heck would we do that when I got a big TV and great seats right at home? Mm-hmm. And I can't fault that because you save a ton of money. You you may get a better view of a lot of the game because there's oftentimes when I'm at a game and I go, man, I love instant replay right mm-hmm. now. So there's a lot of value there. And so I think you can make a great case of there are areas of our life where we just need to evaluate what we're doing our discretionary spending on because mm-hmm. you can pull back and save a lot of ways and create down the road wealth. And, you know, to use that phrase, sometimes you have to live like no one else. So you can live like no one else. You have to save money so you can down the road, have money yep. and don't burn through it just because you have it. Yep. That's the financial answer. Yep. Now there is also this life element of, 
I don't want to save every penny I've ever earned all of my life just to die with a bunch of money. Well, and that's the whole thing about these conversations that you have with folks in your office every single day. They're coming to you. They've worked three, four, five decades. In some cases, they have all these savings. I just have a hard time believing that anybody wants to hear, you know, if you don't go to this baseball game and you instead (laughs) invest that 400 bucks a season, you're going to be far better off. It's like, no, that's not the point. I want to live my life. No, we want to have these opportunities because there are so many things that our kids and grandkids need to hear about. Mm -hmm. And I remember going to see a doubleheader baseball game in 1993 with my grandfather and some uncles and cousins. And we went, we drove from Milton, Delaware up to Philadelphia and we watched a doubleheader. And this is when Tony Gwynn was trying to make his run at hitting 400. Okay. And we watched him raise his batting average by eight points that day because he went nine for nine in Jeez. two games. Crazy. It was an insane day. And those that's a memory. I was 10 years old. And I'll remember that probably the rest of my life because yep. it was such a powerful memory. Yep. I remember my, when Michael Jordan came, the Bulls played the Nets at the Breslin Center in East Lansing in an exhibition game. And my parents, my dad took me and it was a crazy game. I remember watching Michael Jordan, the only time I've ever seen him live in person. Mm-hmm. And it was a memorable event. I don't know what it cost, but I think my dad would have paid whatever to get me to that game pretty much. Mm-hmm. So there are these experiences we get to take on as a family and things where you can get your kids to sit and watch a sporting event with no commercials, no interruptions. We're just here together as a family doing this thing. There is power in those time spent. You can never get them back. Mm-hmm. Once your kids are out of the house, then you have to try and invest in your grandkids. Your kids are living their own life. So to take this time and live this life. So the money I've saved benefits us together, not just I die and you get a pot of gold. It is a living inheritance. It's not money for the future. It's money that I've saved and I'm going to save. And through our lives, we do save to live inside the money. We're going to take this money and do stuff with it. It's not so, again, so I die and someone else wins. This is stuff we should be doing and passing on these times and investing in our families. So bring it all back then together, thinking about the folks that come to you that have questions that want to live said certain life in their retirement years. They work so hard to get to this goal. What is all of this then boiled down to when you're having these conversations with folks? It boils down to what matters. You know, there are things in life that happen that change your perspective. When you get married, it changes your perspective. Then the first time you have a kid, it changes your perspective. When you buy a home, it changes your perspective. If you transition jobs, if you start a company, whenever you hit these certain pillars in life, Mm -hmm your perspective changes. You know, I always joke. It's like, I used to be a real tough guy. And then I had a daughter and now I cry at everything, you know, <laughs> I don't understand what it is, but know. you know, you listen to the wrong song about, mm-hmm. you know, she, I'm going to miss her. And there's this song out there um, called Cinderella about a dad dancing with his daughter as a kid, then before prom and then in her wedding. And I'm just, you know, why am I not tough anymore? You know, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but, but that's the reality. So when we hit these pillars of life, we just recalibrate and say, and then COVID did that. It recalibrated to say, what am I doing this all for? Should I work that week or should I take the week of vacation? Well, if I have kids in the house, I want to take that vacation if we can afford it because they're going to be gone someday. And then, yeah, I can work like a dog when the kids are out of the house and, you know, we can get really rich then. But in the meantime, let's live this life together. And perhaps when it comes to your financial future, your retirement years, there is some perspective changing on that time that you yourself need to do. But 
the best way to understand the perspective that you need to have, the best way to understand that you're going to be able to live the life that you dream about is to know that you have that financial plan in place to back up all those goals. And that's what Mike and his team are here to help you figure out. So if you have questions about your financial future, reaching those financial and personal goals, Mike is ready to help you get some answers. And you can get started today. Just visit us at lifeplanwealth.com. Thanks for listening to Michigan's Retirement Coach with Mike Douglas. To learn more, visit lifeplanwealth.com. Michael Douglas is an investment advisor representative of Stewards Wealth Planning, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Douglas is licensed in your state, please call 517-323-7526. Stewards Wealth Planning, LLC is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael B. Douglas, NP. PN number 9650939.